Welcome to If This Bar Could Talk, a podcast about bartenders and the stories they have to tell, as well as the storied history of cocktails, spirits, and bars. I'm Blair Beavers, and here's your host, Leanne Sims. Hey, listeners, today we're speaking with Aaron Edwards, food and drink editor with Columbus Monthly and winner of the last I'm Not Really a Bartender Amateur Cocktail Competition. Welcome to the podcast, Aaron. Thanks, you guys. Thank you for having me. So um, as you know, the next competition is coming up. It's scheduled for Sunday, February 25th at 6 o'clock p.m. at Denmark on High, and it benefits service, a relief organization for hospitality workers. So we were wondering, as the past winner of the, the competition last time, do you get recognized everywhere you go now? And are bartenders intimidated when you come to their bar? What's it been like for you? <laughs> it has been life-changing. <laughs> no, um, I, I meant to wear it, actually. Um, my medal, I keep displayed in our kitchen. Um, and everyone that comes over, I, I point out my medal. Um, that's awesome. That's, that's the only time that... Um, you know, people have not recognized me really from the competition. Um, uh, sadly, yeah, I, 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 I guess, uh, you know, everyone's job behind the bar is safe. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Annie Williams Pierce, the owner of Lawbird, was yes. your mentor. Tell us about working with her. Yes. Um, so if I have advice, number one on my list actually is pick a great mentor. Um, and, you know, I had a bit of a advantage knowing that Annie would probably be a great mentor. Uh, you know, I mean, she has lots of experience winning competitions. Uh, she won one of the biggest one, uh, you know, most imaginative bartender. Um, uh, that's Bombay Sapphire's annual uh, competition. Um, In the world. In the world, yeah, yes, and she and she was the first uh, woman to to win that competition, so I knew, um, you know, who I wanted to ask, and uh, she graciously agreed, even though they're extremely busy, um, and it, but I, you know, I knew her. I think even before I had this job, I we didn't know each other, but I knew of her work. I used to go to Curio regularly, um, and I think she may have made me one of the best cocktails I've ever had. So I already kind of admired her work. Um, so she was definitely top of my list to pick. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm -hmm. What was the, uh, the winning cocktail that you had for the final round? The original? Yeah. Yeah. It was called um, Bearberry and Bubbly. And uh, for those who aren't familiar, uh, Burberry is a an Ethiopian spice blend. It's actually, you know, lots of different uh, spices um, together to come up with um, probably what is Ethiopia's, you know, most famous uh, spice, Burberry. And I chose that um, because um, I happened to be getting married just like a few months after the competition. And so I wanted to do a cocktail that would, you know, kind of speak to, you know, uh, my husband, my future husband at that point. Now, now we're married um, and he's Ethiopian. And, uh, you know, we've kind of I bonded with his mother, my now mother-in-law over cooking. Um, 
she cooks when she comes to town uh, or when we go there. And uh, and bubbly, of course, is, you know, a wedding calls for champagne. So um, that's kind of how we came up with that idea. Oh, I love that. Awesome. So, so you yeah. and Annie collaborated to figure out. So you had an idea and then she helped you bring it to life. As, was that the process? Absolutely. Yeah, I had this idea of how can we... Because, you know, you see lots of spices used in cocktail, you know, culinary ingredients used in cocktails, but I haven't really seen, um, you know, that spice used. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's pretty strong. So, you you know, I think how we ended up implementing it was on the rim. We cut it with sugar because it is very spicy, um, hot, spicy. And I knew I wanted to use that. And then I knew I wanted to do something in regards to a wedding. And then I had this idea, I have my grandmother's antique champagne glasses, you know, what if I could serve it in that, that would have a nice component um, and visual component. Uh, and so that's what I brought her. And then, you know, and we went from there. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Now there are three rounds in the competition of those three, which did you find most challenging? Most challenging. Uh, well, I, I do think the original <laughs> coming up with the original, okay. um, you know, I nailed my Manhattan, which I'm still, I'm very proud of. Um, <laughs> as and, round uh, one. <laughs> as round one. Um, I didn't do so well on the, uh, I think it was a margarita, um, a riff on a margarita. Yeah. Um, so that one was challenging too. I mean, because everyone is so familiar uh, with the margarita and how do you stay true to that? But um, come up with something unique. So in a way, maybe that one was the most challenging um, because I did have an idea of what I wanted to do for the original cocktail, the last round. And the riff on the margarita was, whoo, I, I did um, rely on Annie's help uh, with that one uh, for sure. How, how, how intimidating was it doing all of this stuff? I mean, I imagine it's intimidating getting behind a bar, first of all, because that's not your job. Right. And doing it in front of an audience. What was that like? Oh, boy. I mean, <laughs> uh, no, I really had to psych myself up. And, um, you know, the fact that Annie was there really helped. Uh, you know, I, I am a journalist. You know, I stay behind a laptop most of the time um when I'm not out interviewing people and so yeah that was very intimidating uh, I do think you have to just lay your ego off to the side if you're if you're trying this and be okay with looking potentially silly or um not doing something correctly and that's well, okay I'll just, I'll just say for all of us you're mm -hmm. welcome <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Blair. <laughs> but, you know, Annie was really good. At, um, I mean, she says she was a theater kid, and that's kind of really why she's good at um, kind of that competition bartending. So she uh -huh. helped me, coach me with that. Yeah. That's awesome. So do you have any advice for this year's competitors? I do. Uh, pick a good mentor, <laughs> number one. <laughs> Well, the second one was was be okay with setting your ego aside and um, and just having fun with it, obviously. Um, you know, be a sponge um, from your mentor. Um, and of course, it's trite, but practice, 
practice, practice again. Um, you know, the story I have with that is that I think this took place maybe on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I had been out of town visiting my best friend in Delaware. And I can't remember if I got back into town the night before or maybe even the morning of the competition, which is kind of terrifying to think about had I been um, delayed with my flight. Um, So that meant I had to practice at their house in Delaware, you know, and they thought I was crazy, but I just was in their kitchen making Manhattans. Oh, I'm you know, sure they hated that. Yeah, I'm sure they hated that. <laughs> I mean, that's the other piece of advice is, uh, you know, your friends will love you. Invite some friends over, <laughs> make them a million Manhattans um, uh, or, you know, water pretending to be a Manhattan and, uh, you know, have fun with it. But I did practice a lot, especially mm-hmm. the shaking, using the cocktail shaker and then elegantly um you know, separating the lid, mm-hmm. which um, was something I'd never really done before. Mm. While look, while trying to look cool while you do it. Yeah. <laughs> sure, because you put that ego aside. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and why did you say yes when we asked you to do this? What what made you want to do this competition? Oh my goodness! Well, um, a it sounded fun, you know. Uh, B, I mean, service is a wonderful organization um, in this city, and so it was, a, it was a great cause. Um, yeah, we think so too. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, shout out to Sang and um, and Matt, uh, and yeah, it just sounds so much fun. And I, you know, I I love Denmark as well. Um, love Gary and. Yeah, I mean, what a unique experience uh, in Columbus that doesn't come around every day. So thank you for asking me. Absolutely. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And we want our listeners to know that tickets are on sale. Again, it's going to be on Sunday, February 25th at 6 o'clock p.m. at Denmark on High. It is for charity. So get your tickets at ColumbusCraftCocktailTour.com. We hope to see you there. Great. Again, Aaron. Everybody, buy tickets. This is so much fun. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Listeners, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Seabus Craft Cocktail Tour. Visit our website at ColumbusCraftCocktailTour.com for cocktail tour dates, women in whiskey tastings, special events, merchandise, and if you're looking for a gift for that special person in your life, get them a gift card to our cocktail tour. Thank you to the biographer for our original music. And please remember to drink responsibly and be cocktail curious. Cheers. This has been a Last Call Productions production.